Friends beyond binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my patron peeps, couldn't have done this without you, patron peeps. Some of you have been supporting the show since January of 2016 when I started this. And you've been here the whole time. Some of you, you know, it doesn't, it's not really that important, but that is mind blowing. I would have never got to 500, 600, 700, 800, 900, or 1,000 episodes without your support. That's the only way I could do this twice a week. Uh, And this episode is one of the ones celebrating getting to 1,000 because of you. Uh, One month at a time, like I'm going to talk about in this episode, one episode at a time is how we got there. So your ongoing support from month to month is what does it. So pat yourself on the back. Uh, Pat yourself. Kiss your shoulders for me. Oh, good job. Uh, Cup your elbows because it's time for Sleep With Me podcast. Push your sleep. Thanks, patrons. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind that you're thinking about. Those are thoughts. Uh, it could be feelings or physical sensations. So, so th- you know, emotions that are coming up from those thoughts uh, or anything physical you're feeling or experiencing, changes in time or temperature or routine or schedule or o- other stuff. You know, stuff that comes up or stuff that's coming up or stuff that happened, uh, whatever it is. I'm here to keep, really, I'm here to keep you company in the deep, dark night, to take your mind off of stuff, to try to offer you a little bit of comfort in a silly way. Because you and your sleep is important, or you getting the sleep you need and deserve is important, or you not having a bedtime that you feel like you dread. You say, well, at least I got that sleep podcast to listen to. Don't know what, I know Scoots is going to get mixed up. You deserve some rest. Uh, You really do. That's why I make the show, because you deserve it. And if you get the sleep you need, your life's going to be a little bit better. And if I can provide that, and now I can't do it for everybody, but if I can provide it for you, it would be my honor. Because I know how it feels there in the deep, dark night, in the early morning, tossing and turning, temperature, you know, temperatures, my temperatures, I don't know if it's over-regulated or under-regulated or non-regulated, but whatever it is, uh, I'd like to help. That's why I make the show, because you are important. And what do I, pro- I, I went off topic there, so, tossing, turning, mind, trouble getting sleep, trouble staying, well, guys, what do we do with a bedtime story? All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Did I say that? Oh, yeah, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside. I'm feeling trouble getting sleep. Pass. I, sorry, I get mixed up too. You know, you're so important. I got, I got, I was, I went, you know, I went off topic. Whatever scheme awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. What I'm going to do or what I propose to do or what I'm trying to do is create a safe place, kind of a transferable safe place. I don't know if it's like an iron on, 
That might be something. I don't think they changed the name of those too. Heat transfer, they call it now. Maybe we'll, I don't know if we've talked. I don't think we've ever talked about iron-ons or heat transfers. We've talked about transferable safe places. But I'm going to try to create a safe place by sending my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. All to keep you company and take your mind off stuff so you could fall asleep. And I already said why I make the show. There's a couple other things you want to know, especially if you're new. But if you're a regular listener, I say this over and over again uh, because, I, you know, well, one, I want to, I want you to know how important you and your sleep is or are. I keep saying that and then my brain says it's are. And I say, great. Uh, like, uh, could you save it for talk like a pirate day? You're correcting me with R. But, uh, you, oh, so if you're new, uh, a couple things to know. If you're doubtful or skeptical or if you're listening to this podcast, you're already confused. Wow, the structure of the show's not the way it should be or that you're, you're not soothing in your tone. And I don't get this. That's totally normal. Uh, like to have a strong reaction to the structure or the sound of the podcast or my nonsense or to just be skeptical about what I'm up to. That's a very normal way. That's how most people approach the show because you probably tried a bunch of other stuff to put you to sleep and maybe it didn't work or maybe it worked for a little while. And this show's very different, and I want to acknowledge that because uh, so, it does take, according to most listeners, a couple t- times to get used to the show. But I do try to soften that up by saying, okay, one, if you're skeptical or doubtful or a bit uh, taken aback, that's normal. A couple of reasons why. One, this is not really a podcast you listen to. You just kind of barely listen and that takes some adjusting because we're used to listening or waiting for it to get started or waiting for the story or something sensible or for me to be perfect. Like this, believe it or not, it takes a lot of work to sound this unprofessional. But, if, you know, for me to go through some sort of countdown or something formal, this podcast, it never gets started. It's always going, never gets started. Yeah, so it's so that can take some adjusting. It's also not a podcast that puts you to sleep. We're a sleep podcast that keeps you company in the deep dark night. That takes your mind off of stuff. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bud. Because uh, I'm here to be your friend in the deep dark night and just to talk gently. And in a way, I say, yeah, I'm here to talk to you and, and tell you stories and to go off topic and stuff like that so that you don't have to listen to me. I'll be here talking whether you pay attention to me or not, and I clean up after myself and all that. So that takes some getting used to. Other things that are a bit of an adjustment is the structure of the show. Now, it's very deliberate and intentional, the structure of the show. So that the podcast can benefit the most people and kind of be flexible. Uh, so the show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you all feel seen and welcome, ideally. So that's that. Then there's support for listeners and then there's support for the show via Patreon and sponsors and stuff like that. 
So that's why you can have support if you need extra resources. You can support your community. And then the podcast, uh, I like it. I don't want it to be a part of a service. I want it to be there, a service that's free for anybody, and it comes out twice a week. So the sponsors and the people that support the show are the ones that enable us to do that. So that's that part of the show. Then there's an intro that eventually gets started and then never goes anywhere. And some people, like, they get off-put by the structure. They also don't like the, the intro at first. And I say that because eventually you don't have to like the intro, but give it a few tries before you say, what is this nonsense? And I say, oh, boy, is it nonsense. And the intro runs from, like, I don't know, six or eight minutes into the show till about 20 minutes into the show. And it's, a, you know, me attempting to in- tell you what the podcast is, but really it's also giving you time to get comfortable, to get into bed or to start to unwind or to get ready for bed or to do some other chill evening activity. So you get some distance from the daytime and you start to get into that relaxed mode like lowering, slowly lowering the volume on the day, turning it down a little bit at a time. Or like I'm turning it down slowly and you're you're just chilling there in bed or you're chilling on your chair or you're patting your pets, whatever it is. You know, foam rolling, not, you know, foam rolling I haven't followed through on a month or two, but, uh, you know, I'll get back to it one day. Foam rolling, I'll be back one day. So that's why the intro goes on and on and on. Now, you can skip it. Two or three percent of listeners start the show at 20, 25 minutes. Uh, A few thousand people pay on Patreon to listen to story-only episodes. So those are ways, uh, like those are other ways to use the show. But for most listeners, it's a part of their bedtime routine. Or some people, it's part of their daytime routine, you know, to get a little break during the day. So that's the intro. Then between the intro and the the episode is business. Again, I want the show to come out twice a week for free. And that's what makes that possible. Then there's our episode. Tonight it'll be a real-time recipe episode celebrating around a 1,000 episodes. Pizza three ways. Though now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even remember... I, I can't even remember if we got the pizzas made and done, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, I may have fallen asleep. This may be the first episode I fell asleep or into a fugue state while recording it because I recorded it yesterday and I said, wait a second, I don't remember the pizza. I mean, I remember making it, but, and the pizza was not forgettable. There, you know, some part of me would say, well, it's a forgettable pizza. So that's the episode. We'll we'll do that. Then there's the thank yous at the end of the show. So that's a structure show. That's the reason I make it. And I'm really glad you're here. I, I promised I would talk about heat transfers or iron-ons. So now, once upon a time, you like now. I think a lot of people tie-dye shirts. Sometimes there's you can still get iron-on or heat transfers. But that was a way you could make your own shirts. I don't think, it, like, I can remember sometimes boxes. Oh, I guess it was before temporary tattoos. But instead of a temporary tattoo, you could say make a shirt. I'm pretty sure I never made the shirts. But we got one with, like, the Sugar Puff cereal bear. 
is that honey bear maybe? But uh, I remember, like, so it would be something you could put on a shirt and you would put, you're supposed to use a washcloth. This is how I believe it. I think I never did it. it you know, I'd beg my mom and then she would give me the tasks and I was unable to complete them. Like put water in the iron and get a washcloth uh, and set up the ironing board. I mean, I ironed my own clothes for school when I, when I wasn't wrinkled. But so anyway, uh, and then you would uh, you would take a shirt. Also, I'm not good at aligning things. So, so I think any heat transfers I did, who would have thought? I'm not good at aligning things, and I make sleep podcast. Those are two things perfectly aligned. Uh, but so you would put a shirt down. Let's just say we're doing a shirt. Probably be better. Well, I guess a towel wouldn't work because it has too many you know things. But uh, you take the shirt, you put it on the ironing board. Maybe you get the shirt wet. I don't know. Then you put on the heat transfer, which came on like a piece of paper. One side kind of felt like felt like. And then the other side was like, I don't know. And then I think, yeah, you put a washcloth on there and you kind of steam it on the shirts. And it never, like, usually, I think this was back in the 80s, it would come off if you wore the shirt or washed your shirts or uh, took it, like, usually only 40% of the transfer would happen successfully if I was doing it. But I can even remember seeing other kids and you'd see... What is that, sugar bear? What is that, like one half a sugar bear? Yeah, yeah. No, this is a old lucky old charm or whatever. I say, okay. Uh, so those were heat transfers. I have no idea what that ha- has to do with a sleep podcast. Iron on, heat transfer. Oh, because I was trying to make a transferable safe place. But yeah, maybe I could like... Ironing is one of those things, if you don't do it in a hurry... And you don't, like lately, and when I say lately, I mean somewhere between when I turned four and five years old and now, my my clothes be, became stubbornly wrinkled. I don't know if anybody else has that experience, you say. Even for like when I'm work, when I have to go somewhere for work, like a podcast conference, that's like a, like for people that work in podcasting. So you kind of want to present your more business side, which for me would mean being ironed. Um, like I would, I, I'm not even kidding. I'll iron a shirt. I'll use water. You know, I'll try to steam it. It'll look ironed. Then I'll put it on a towel for about four, or I mean on a hanger, you know, while I finish getting ready. And then the shirt will re-wrinkle. And I, and I say, well, it's muscle memory. I got to talk to my therapist about this because this is like one of those burned paths. I see my clothes have a burned pathway. Say, Scooch, your clothes have mal- maladaptive behavior. And I say, yeah, they do. Well, I say, maybe not. Uh, I mean, maybe it's from all the bunching up I do. And I say, well, let me just get you in this crevice here. I'm going to store you here in this nook and cranny, you dress shirts. For when I need you for the, the, the one or two times a year, I'm going to be businessing around. I'll pull you out of that nook and cranny. Then I'll put you in a similar manner in a suitcase. And then we'll arrive at our destination. I mean, I'm not that bad, probably. I mean, but though I guess the shirt would say, well, I spent four years in a nook and cranny. 
you know, this, and I say, wow, you're really giving me a life, life lesson. I should just really hold you, huh? Cup your elbows, kiss your shoulders, tell your bedtime story and keep you company. Then instead of expecting you to be perfectly ironed. And you can't really iron something twice when you're in a hurry because you say, well, I got to be downstairs in four minutes uh, ago. So can't really do another ironing. I'll do some spritzing. Though I do, like, hopefully there's a lot of, like, shirts now that are, like, kind of created in a puckery way. And those those are, like, pre-wrinkled. I say I love those shirts. I love a shirt with built-in wrinkles. That's one fashion thing that's not, they say everything comes back in fashion. I say wrinkles, the kind of wrinkles I live with, or grease stains, those are other things populated on most of my clothes, uh, or strange oil stains, uh... Like, uh, those have not come into fashion. So that I'm not, I'm still, I'm sometimes I'm waiting for them to come back in fashion. I say, oh, wait, they weren't in fashion in the first place. So, I mean, that's why these are the things that qualify me to put you to sleep, which some of you may be saying, no wonder I have such strong feelings about you. And I say, yeah, well, I'm here to help. Uh, I'm far, 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 far from perfect. Uh, wrinkles. Or, you know, that's only like a metaphor. It's both real and a metaphor. And sometimes it's like, a, you know, I feel like a wrinkle to throw a simile in there. And, uh, yeah, I was trying to think of anything else. But I'm glad you're here, basically. I really appreciate you giving me your time. I really hope this podcast can help. Give it a few tries and see how it goes. Because uh, I really, uh, you're a nice drive, uh, work hard. I really want to help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right. Hey, hey, it's so good to see you. I mean, it's been, I know, and finally we can hug one another. Oh, boy, come here. Let me give you one of those hugs where I pat your back. Oh, boy. And a squeeze. Oh, boy. No more back padding. And really generous, and let's do a moment of holding one another. Oh, this is treasured, uh, finally. Oh, boy. Yeah, thank you for initiating that hug uh, to let me know it was time to hug. I mean, I, I know we talked about it by before. I said, okay, well, we'll be able to hug, right? And then you said, are you going to give a hug? Or And I said, I'll receive a hug. And reciprocate uh, a virtual, virtually, I'll be hugging you. Uh, and uh, yeah, oh, that was nice. So, how are you? Oh boy. Yep, yeah, I don't know how many, how many months. I don't know. Well, I stopped doing that. I didn't lose track, stopped counting. And I said to myself, uh, yeah, let's just live today. I mean, I said that to myself. Of course, my brain, my limbic system, all all the higher hardwired mechanisms in me did not necessarily comply with that concept. Uh, but you know, I did say that. I do say that to my. I say one. You know, I say in different ways. I say one day at a time. Let's just take the next twenty. Can we just take one hour at a time? Uh, 
And most of me says, no, thanks. Said, can't we live life in the future, the far future, the past, the deep past, the imaginary past and future, uh, the past with a microscope over it? And uh, like, can't we? And I said, well, and they said, why not both? Uh, and sometimes if I'm in the right place, I take your example. I say, why don't I just give you a hug, parts of me? Come on in. And let's give one another a hug because I wouldn't have been able to make this podcast uh, without that, that I get from you and all the other listeners. And sometimes it's an active hug and sometimes it's a, and then sometimes it's just a knowledge. I've been there, you know, and it, like uh, to get myself out of that projection of the past, present or future. And just to be there and know that I can, that somebody else is going through something and maybe I could help with it. Uh, I think those are called barely lucid moments. But yeah, it's a time to look back at the creation of the podcast and also to make pizza to celebrate is a way, that is one of the ways I celebrate is with pizza three ways. And I got to tell you, like I've, I've thought about how is it, you know, one, did I make a thousand episodes? I'm not sure. How did I do it? I don't know. I did it with a lot of help and a lot of support that I'm very grateful for. And, I, you know, I'm not good at, I'm either good at over-reflecting or not reflecting at all. So this is going to be my attempt to, because I said, well, I could write out a, a, a real-time recipe episode and really get deep. And then I said... Or we could use our fingertips uh, to mix some things together, and maybe that's more appropriate anyway. And, you know, the past, my whole, you know, my whole, the whole history of the podcast, we have done pizza episodes, but at least through 20 and 2021, and even before that, you know, pizza had become a staple, but then it really was my Friday night anchor and pizza three ways enabled me to kind of show the evolution and the options of the year. And one comes from Chef Stacy, one of the moderators, a longtime listener. One of those people who, when when you see her smile in a picture or on her streaming uh, on Facebook, you say, "Holy mackerel!" Uh, now, now I can live one day at a time. And that's kind of the, like, I feel like the shining representative of the listeners. And I say, okay, I really can do this. Uh, and I don't think if I, and I guess it is that one bite at a time, just like when you're eating pizza thing. Because if I, and I guess maybe that's why I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the idea of a thousand episodes is uh, I only made them one little part at a time, not even one episode at a time. And that's really the magic. Isn't the thousand episodes? It's the twenty thousand or forty thousand bites I took uh, to make those. So there's that, and there's also the idea that, uh, uh, and I have this to thank all the listeners for, and everybody else is like, uh, how far out of the comfort zone, and to be uncomfortable. It just started my evolution with that, I feel like, but it's always been something. And there's this idea of like getting right size or, you know, sometimes I let my 
Uh, let's see, how do I say this? I know I'm going to get to the pizza. Oh, you should, maybe I should use the pizza as an analogy to talk about this stuff. Yeah, sorry, I was afraid I would forget about it. You're right. Let's make a list, and we're going to go, we're going to have to make a shopping list, like I told you, because we're going to virtually and magically, by the power of podcasting, go to, like, a bunch of different stores, because... uh not only do we no longer exclusively shop at one because it, because it could be but because of uh, you know the, the you know we've learned new habits uh, and some of them are good. Okay, so I won't tell you what I guess I told you we're making pizza and some of it is optional and again you can always if you have a different dietary preferences or needs you know you can always adjust or just Google and. Uh, so we're going to need a large uh, cauliflower head, uh, so we want to get that. And if we want to go organic with that, we can. Then we're going to need eggs. Uh, we're going to need a hard cheese. And I'll leave that up to you. Now, we're going to make three different crusts so that that way we can have, if we want to go with the Parmesan, which is, I think, the most, like any aged hard cheese my daughter doesn't eat, so I think we might as well go with one of the bit like the big ones, like a, uh, but you can like a hard cheese. Uh, and then we want to get dried herbs and seasonings, but I actually have that, uh, and I will tell you though if you want to replicate this, uh, you could usually look and normally I say, do you, do you really need a, a pre-mixed pizza seasoning? But over the year, I have – now, I got my pizza seasoning. Uh, now, I know a couple of the big flour – you know, big flour – not big flour, but the big, big small flour. There's a king and there's a bob in big small flour. What I would call the bigs of the small flour business. You got Bob and Arthur, two separate uh, – uh, fl- flower, I wouldn't call them ba- barons, but, uh, and I think one of them has their own pizza seasoning. I got mine when I got my, my man crate, uh, as a part of a test they were doing for the podcast. Uh, and it's, it's been absolutely delicious. And that has dried herb, herbs and seasonings. And that's what I like to use to taste. I will also say you could put down the if if we see it at TJ's the mushroom the mushroom umami uh, shaker thing is always good or the salute so you know sweet salute or whatever. Oh, also put down Brussels sprouts and then if we are at TJ's the citrus garlic seasoning. And age of balsamic, because another thing now on my Friday nights is uh, roasted Brussels sprouts. Okay, next up, we're going to need some double zero flour. And uh, this is a shout out to my buddy Matt, uh, who's the one who taught me the ways of double O flour. We're also going to need some regular flour, all purpose. All Is it all purpose or all purpose? Are all 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 all-purpose flour, yeah. In a pinch, I'll use bread flour too. Can you? Because you know, yeah, you know, and then uh, sea salt, uh, fine sea salt. Oh boy, is that sea salt fine? And we're gonna need dry yeast and olive oil. 
I never, I guess it was so strange that there was a Popeye, but then hit, uh, olive oil. Okay, then we're going to need some sugar, grain, regular run-of-the-mill granulated sugar. Another egg we got, olive oil we got. Uh, then xanthan gum. Yeah, I mean, don't you feel fancy order buying xanthan gum? And then for me, I'm going to go with Bob in a um, shooting for what I, this is my preference, but we don't have to do this. We're going to go to the Bob, the Bob of the Mill, Old Bob's Red Mill. And we're going to get two different kinds of gluten-free flour. There's two different ones, uh, and we're going to get them both. One is the one-to-one gluten-free flour. And the other one, I think, is just called all-purpose gluten-free flour. And if you take it, I don't have it in front of me because we got to go to the store and buy it, and I don't know what it's called. One comes in a turquoise bag, and the other one comes in like a a bag with kind of reddish and brown highlights. They're both the clear bags that uh, use Velcro. Uh, but so one ha- will have more of like your... I don't know what I would call your pastry gluten-free flours, like your almonds and your coconut type things. And then the one, the all-purpose one is more of in your, uh, and I don't know, I'm just imagining this, but I think in your pea and your cassava type things. But I like to use both of them for this particular crust. Oh, and then we're going to need toppings. Uh, So we'll need whole milk mozzarella. Um, I would like some sort of smoked, uh, smoked cheese. Uh, smoke it, man. Smoke the cheese if you got it. Um, uh, baby bell, red bell pepper, baby bell. Now this, I don't know if this was a thing, but it became a thing in 2020, 2021 is a bag of, uh, mini bell peppers in red, yellow, and orange, a onion. You can choose your, your, your style of onion. Uh, mushrooms, pepperoni, and again, depending on the st- where you see it in one of the stores, I would like some um, uh, sun-dried tomatoes, either in oil or out of oil. Fine, either way. And boar's head pepperoni stick is, again, my per- personal, uh, what I would choose for me. And I think that's it. Maybe a part. Well, we already got Parmesan on there. I don't know if we're missing anything, but if we are, we'll we'll deal with it. Uh, oh, pizza sauce. Now, oh boy. Everybody's got, you know, you can make your own, but this is for convenience sake. And I do have to say that now I forgot the, the company that makes uh, all the, the original uh, Bell Jar Pizza uh, Pasta Sauce Company that you see in everybody's kitchen and, you know, when you go through the cupboards to organize them, the old pizza, the old pasta sauce jars, it starts with a C, but I can't remember. I have discovered I really like their pizza sauce, but you might want to shop around for something that's gluten-free and make sure it's gluten-free. Rouse, uh, Chef Stacy, I think, said that RAOs is a really good one, Rouse. Or the store brand. So, content, content, I can't remember what it's called. I mean, I've seen those jars my entire life. Uh, you say, well, okay, 
I don't know. You know, they invented a whole aisle. You said, I didn't know I needed so many different styles of pasta sauce when they almost all taste the same. And you will see that I've made it changes. I, and, and I did over time make my own pasta sauce because of Matt's uh, tutelage of me. But also, the, and then I would use the uh, like different pasta sauces as uh, pizza sauce. But now I've come back around as part of my Friday ritual of making pizzas. So let's see here. We're going through the for, for the aisles there. And let's see, we're going to get our whole milk mozzarella, oh boy. And the uh, Parmesan. And some smoked cheese. And I guess, like, cheese would be the people that appreciate all the cheesy things I say on the show. But also, in, like, a way that's accepting of, like, uh, that when I fall flat or I make a mistake and I try to correct it. Or when I make a mistake I'm unaware of, uh, that they say, hey, oh, like, I noticed this. It could be fixed. And I say, oh, okay. Or they said, hey, did you know this woke me up here when you mentioned that? And I said, wow, that's really like uh, helping the cheese age in a good way. Or smoking it or making it whole instead of the part skim that doesn't taste as good, but maybe it's better for you, but we only have pizza once a week. So so those are all things that I couldn't have done without is uh, all those things. In some sense, catching me. Uh, oh, and then we got to go back. Let's get that cauliflower. And oh boy, is that cauliflower underrated and the Brussels sprouts. And those are both going to be the things you you you, uh, you may have been outside of our comfort zone uh, at different times. Because say, well, these are nutritious, and I'm not not sure if I'm willing to try. Uh, but, oh, boy, you know, with with uh, people saying, go ahead, you can do it, or go ahead and try. Say, okay, well, I'm not sure because I'm just, like, it's not like, uh, it's kind of different making a pot. Remember when I started out, I said, I didn't know anybody would listen to this, and I didn't know what it would be like putting myself and recording it and trying to be the best version of me and present something that's uh, soothing to other people uh, where I could kind of still be the best version of myself uh, and say, well, what does that even mean? That's kind of uh, feels, uh, you know, and then say, well, and then you're going to ask people to support the sponsors or support the show so you can keep it going. Or what are you going to do when people are uh, upset about stuff? How how am I going to handle that? Uh, and again, they say, well, why don't you just... Uh, Handle it by buying. And I say, oh, just put it in the basket for now. You're right. Uh, and move on to the next ingredients. Wow. Powerful. Oh, boy. Okay. Next stop in this. It's so interesting how we go from one aisle of one store to one aisle in the other store. Here's all. I can't quite read the jars for some reason. Did you know I got glasses during the pandemic? Uh, yep. Uh I did. I like I said. Like uh, you went to an appointment. Uh, talked to the opto- the eye doctor. Took all those tests, uh, and I didn't realize it till I put them on. And I said, "Oh boy!" Now they're more. I don't have anything 
because I read on a Kindle or on a computer mostly, I don't need anything for that. Uh, so I just have your old run-of-the-mill run readers. But when I'm driving now, uh, really, like, so much less strain. I didn't even realize how much I was straining. So, oh, what was my point about that? I don't know. Oh, so that's why I can't read the content. I don't know what those things are called. Classico, I think that's what they're called. Classico? Should have brought my uh, glasses to that. Yeah, so let's get a couple of those. Let's try that Rouse too. Okay, so we have our cheeses. We have, oh, we got to go back and get mushrooms. And Oh, you'll go there and get the, well, let me go with you. Yep, those bell peppers in a bag. Mushrooms, baby bell. Oh, you're my baby bell. Are you kidding me? Um, and then an onion. Oh boy, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, wouldn't have thought that would be the onion you'd pick, but it'll be good. And then, oh yeah, right over there. You'd think it'd be refrigerated, but I guess it's a dried stick of pepperoni. So, oh yeah, sometimes I'll go with a Italian sausage, but I think we're kind of, uh, We've got a lot going on already, so let's just stick to it. Okay, so we have our sauce, we have our vegetable, we have our toppings. I think so, right? Oh, eggs, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, that's kind of eggs I like too. I mean, good for, yeah, those are like, I love eggs that are free, from beings that are free, kind of free. Yeah, you could get them from your local, you know, local egg person. Um, that's great. So you got so you have eggs, okay, from your local egg person. That's terrific. Kind of like Alexandra, and reminds me of Alexandra and Laura because they started a Facebook group uh, because they said, "Well, we want a place to talk about the podcast and connect with other listeners." And that Facebook group has really become a fertile ground. Uh, not, not that I, I don't think I the eggs I eat are fertilized, right? No, right. Okay, okay. But it's just in, like just I guess I was trying to create a metaphor. And they both they they created all I don't know how many years ago it was, uh, and they said, yeah, let's come up with some pol like like rules or guiding principles, you know, where people treat each other with dignity and respect. Uh, so we create a community that feels like a safe place. And then all these moderators have come in. Remember I talked I did all that on the um the waffle episode, right? Yeah. So so there so okay, so yeah, the the okay. Oh salt, you're right. So yeah, the, the, yeah, I know I'm not good. I'm I'm okay, so sea salt, thank you. And yeast in a jar. That's how I like my yeast in a jar. Though during, you know, 2020, I did buy it in a packet because I said I'd take the yeast where I can get it. Uh, and I did already have sourdough going on and off. Uh, and my sourdough ended up going off. Uh, I guess just because I don't eat as much white bread or bread in general other than my pizza, and I didn't eat enough pizza dough to keep a, keep a relationship with the sourdough going. Okay, olive oil. You know, you could you could choose. I, I like, uh, yeah, I like that one that comes in the tin can. Oh, boy. All right, so now we're in the flower aisle, and this is, this is so interesting because it's like an amalgamation of three different grocery stores in one 
flower aisle. So we have the double O flower right there. And that comes in a little thing, but it'll last us. It'll make six pizzas probably, maybe seven for our gluteny pizza. And then the all-purpose flour, correct. Uh, xanthan gum. Yeah, you could get that one. And then, yeah, they have both of the Bob's flour that I was talking about, the uh, all-purpose gluten-free flour and the one-to-one baking, I think that's called. Uh, perfect. Yeah, is that everything? Yeah. Um, okay, well, I think we... Uh, the great thing is this is one of those stores where you just walk out and we walk right through this gateway here. And we drop all the groceries in this cauldron, just like Lady Witchbeard would have. And we're back at my place here. And here's what I need you to do uh, is uh, I need you to, oh, uh, did we get Brussels sprouts? Okay, we did. Okay, so I need, here's your assignments. The oven is preheating. I need you to, um, I want you to, uh, I need you to first chop up uh, the Brussels sprouts. Oh, you're already doing it. Yeah, you can just slice them or shred them. Yeah, like, yeah, do, oh, you know what you're doing. I didn't realize you'd handled so many Brussels sprouts before. But, yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect, just kind of, yeah, and then we're going to put them on this sheet pan here. And I did get those seasonings, even though I didn't talk about it at the store. So, yeah, as you do that, I'm going to start mixing some olive oil in the sheet pan with the Brussels sprouts. And I'm just going to sprinkle it with ground pepper. And this Trader Joe's, um, whatever, garlicky, citrusy seasoning. Just some shakes, okay. And then I need you to rice the uh, cauliflower head while I heat up this pan to medium low. And the good thing is we have that same time portal because uh, right now, while we're doing that, we're going to go into the past. Uh, so we're going to take a trip into the past. The groceries are already there. Luckily, Lady Witchbeard's helping. And I try not to live in the past with the podcast. You know, I said, well, you know, never been perfect and never will be. And I got a lot of work to do. Uh, but I also, you know, so, but we're, we're going to go in the past to make some uh, doughs. So about, let's jump eight hours. Okay. Hey, that was, we kind of went back in time, but only eight hours and... We're not. We're inside of a sealed bubble. That's only. We're only allowed to make a prepared dough. And you say, "Scoots, whoop dough," and I say, "Well, this dough, Sam Sifton's Roberta's Pizza dough. You could find it uh, out there." But we're going to take. So I'm not going to. I can't give you the measurements because you'd have to talk to. Uh, you know, would have to talk to Roberta about that. Uh, so we're going to use a double O flour. We're going to weigh it out there. Yeah, just like that. Put that in that bowl. And then the all-purpose flour, put that in there. And then sea salt. Okay, and then mix all that together. Now, I do deviate from this in one way. I have warm water here. And we're going to put the yeast in there. And there's a little bit of sugar in there, just a couple sprinkles. Now, yeah, mix that up while we proof the yeast for about, 
Oh, we already started proofing it. You went back in the past to, to 12 minutes ago to proof that yeast grate. Okay, and then now it's proof. We're going to put some olive oil in the yeast. Now we're going to mix it all together. And then we have to knead it for three minutes. Uh, so let's see. What are you, oh, you want to know what's going on with me? Well, you know, just working on the show. Like when I'm when we're doing this, I'm getting ready to go see my parents for the first time. Even though this will come out in the future, and you know, like I guess like my family's another thing that I couldn't have done it without uh, my parents, my siblings. Uh, my extended, you know, like uh, my, my partners and and and, and uh, whatever nieces and nephews, and all my in-laws and Sophia and Sophia's mom, and uh, like uh, my cousins, my aunts and uncles, uh, all of them were, you know, people. Sometimes people could be excited for me that knew knew me. And knew that, you know, a lot of things were a struggle for me and that, you know, I could be a bit of a, a, like a furrowed brow person because I was lost. You know, I spent a lot of time lost. And, you know, with a lot of strong negative feelings about myself. Uh, and, but those people maybe saw something that I didn't see. And they go to my friends and other people and, and co-workers at my different jobs and my bosses at different jobs and all those people that kind of, all the people, a lot of people that tried unsuccessfully too to help me, they really did help me. It was just on like a 20 or 30 year delay. So, and uh, yeah, all the people that tried or that, you know, that had to be experienced my non-positivity or, you know, th- that it's like, oh, boy. Uh, and, you know, a lot of that's not for the podcast. It's for my own journey, you know, outside of the podcast. And that those things are separate things and that's that's okay. And, yeah, so, okay, so that's needed. Now, oh, good, so you went into the future again. Oh, we went into the future. So the, it's rested and you're going to need it again. Yeah, usually I read it, let it rest for like 20 or 25 minutes or sometimes up to like an hour or two, and then I re-need. So we're re for three minutes. It does get tiring, you're right. And yeah, I need it right in that big Pyrex bowl. And I don't use a like a wet cloth at this stage. I yeah, just use the top of the bowl. And then if it's cool inside, I'll put it outside uh, you know, it gets that yeast really going. But yeah, it is like there's no secrets in eating. It's just keeping doing it, keeping doing it. Uh, and eventually you get a rhythm down. And uh, you say, holy cow, This could, could you believe that by taking that stuff and mixing it together and then kneading it, that uh, it rises and then we can convert it into pizza? Yes, yeah, kind of unbelievable. I mean, it is totally unbelievable because you think about all the false stars, you know, or not even related or things that, uh, you know, you never follow. I never followed through on. I just, you know, and sometimes you got to order pizza. Like in during 2021, I discovered Square Pie Guys, and that's been a big part of uh, when I needed treats. Or Starbird Chicken. Oh, boy. Uh, so, I mean, so, so yeah, uh, 
Yeah, but there was a lot of stuff I didn't follow through on. Or, yeah, or, you know, they said, well, and a lot of that goes back to that hug. Like, if I could have just said, hey, let me hold you here. It's not, I know it's not easy. I know you're a little bit scared. I know you're full of uh, those strong volcanic feelings, and a lot of that is projected inward. And you got a lot of uh, things that intimidate you greatly. And I never really realized, to be honest with you, the power of just that holding and giving space to it. Uh, maybe that happened over this past 18 months where it really became, wow, that actually works. We're, we're, I've always been afraid, well, what if that doesn't work? Just holding it and saying, wow, those are some overwhelming feelings, huh? Can I just hold you here and keep needing you in, in a sense? Uh, and just hold you and say, wowee, that is tough. Uh, let me pat your back and, or that is overwhelming, or the idea of that is overwhelming. Or, yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah it is hard to think about that. Uh, and, yeah, you do need to change that or, or, you know, pay that back or pay them back or do that. I understand that. Or, oh, wow, that sounds like a hard decision. Okay, so the needing's done. Great. So we're going to jump ahead now. Okay. Oh, you wow, you're really good at this portal thing. Okay, so now we have a couple different jobs. Uh, somewhere in the future, the uh, we got the cauliflower and the Brussels sprouts. Did those go in the oven? Great. Okay, so now we're going to stick with the gluten dough. We're just going to separate it into two dough balls and... Uh, spread them like see so uh, this is another sheet pan I have it's a little bit smaller and I usually make two pizzas with this Roberta's dough and I put some olive oil on the sheet pan and I'll stretch that out not totally it won't stretch all the way because we still have a few hours and then I will put I put down um uh, uh what is that thing called like a where you put cookies to rest on there, a cooling vent or something, and then I'll put the wet towel on top of that. And the other one I'll leave in the bowl just because I don't have that, you know, I don't have unlimited space. Uh, so that'll perform a little differently, but it'll rest there. Sometimes what I'll do is in like an hour, I'll spread that one out on the, uh, like I'll flip the bowl I'll spread out the the that into a pizza piece of like pizza like shape almost, and then put the bowl on, like the bowl is the cover. You understand upside down bowl, yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna make this Bob's like oh yeah, you could look this one up. Bob, this is Bob's recipe or go uh, you know from Bob's website. So we're gonna put. Uh, Oh, you already proofed the yeast for this one. Great. Uh, so this one, what I do is, yeah, we're going to put, so I take two different flowers and we put them in the bowl together in the xanthan gum, put that in. The sea salt, excellent. And then we have the yeast and the sugar and the water. Now we're going to put the olive oil in. Great job. Uh, and then an egg in there. And then we're going to whip, like, I just mix all that up. Like, I use a fork, but you could use a whisk. Or, you know, if you want to save on dishes, what I'll use is a measuring spoon that I already used. 
Okay, good, very good. Now, okay, now we got another sheet pane here. We're going to put uh, parchment paper out on it. Okay, great work. Uh, and then we're going to take the liquid and we're going to put it in the bowl with the, um, the flour and the xanthan gum and the salt. Oh, you know what I didn't do? Is I usually put seasoning in here and in the in the other dough, but we can sprinkle it on the uh, the gluteny dough or the glutinous dough. But yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna put the seasoning in there. It just gives it a little bit more flavor. Okay, yeah, just a couple sprinkles. Okay, so now we're gonna. I usually mix this by hand. I keep uh, a thing of water and paper towels because this gluten-free dough is very sticky. And yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It has a different smell than regular dough, and and it also has a different consistency. But that's okay. And what we're going to do here is, uh, is yeah, once it's mixed, you kind of just paint it on, um, like you kind of paint it. I, I, I imagine I'm finger painting, or I guess you could imagine you're playing with mud, like a mud pie, and just kind of shape it like a pizza. It's more like uh, sculpting it than stretching it. But don't worry, this will change. You'll be surprised. Uh and we are kind of uh, uh, separating ourselves from the recipe here. And again, this is not advice of how to cook stuff because there are eggs and other things. And, you're, you know, so you want to use proper refrigeration. And this is only for sleep purposes, not for actual cooking instructions. So always follow the recipe. Even if Scoots doesn't, it's, you know, this is only for sleepy sleep. Uh, but, yeah, you're going to spread it out. And now we usually spread out like about that thickness because Sophia likes hers. She likes it a little bit thicker crust uh, and it will rise. You're not going to believe it. Um, but I give it like an hour to rise. And we're going to put uh, yeah, a cookie screen or whatever the heck that thing's called. Cooling rack. Oh, that's what it's called. And then a wet towel over it. And then we can t- stack the two uh, rising pizzas together. And keep them somewhere where, yeah, they don't, like, where you're supposed to keep that kind of stuff. Okay, so now we're jumping back to the present. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I I guess I talked about kind of the history of the podcast and the other thing. So, I mean, this is just more of like, uh, I guess, uh, I mean, that's what I mean. It's like celebrating it by making, just making an episode and cooking with you. Because it's like one of the, you know, people's favorite things. And really making the show is one of my favorite things. And, not, you know, sometimes, I you know, I get a little bit or whatever. But, you know, most of the time I say, wow, I get to make this show. I mean, and and it does take, you know, some people don't really understand, like, all the crafting that goes into making it. But I guess this pizzas are a good uh, uh, example of that. Okay, so while, so, okay, so we got a little bit of time. Uh, every 10 minutes I stir the, the, uh, the, uh, the what do you call this, Brussels sprouts in the oven, and I like them crispy and burnt myself. I mean, not, the, you know, not like a lot of the, like the uh, leaves will be burnt, but, you know, some of the more intact pieces will be just really well cooked. And you're getting rid of the liquid, which is also what we're doing here with the cauliflower, but we don't want the cauliflower to brown. We're just trying to 
soften it up and get rid of some of the moisture. And then we're going to get a cheesecloth ready in that colander. And uh, like, uh, and see those pizza stones and that brick? Uh, yeah, we're going to use all that. You wouldn't believe it, but we are. So, okay, this has been going for a little while. I'm going to put a little bit of the pizza seasoning in here. And I'm going to need you to shred that hard cheese up, okay? Yeah, you're going to shred up. Yeah, this one, this is Stacy's recipe. So we can say you're going to do a cup of hard cheese, yeah. Oh, you're going to do two hard cheeses. Wow, I like that idea. And I'm just going to do a little tiny bit of salt on there. And then I'm going to stir the, uh, what do you call it there? Okay, so you have the cheese. Okay, so now we're going to take the cauliflower rice and we're going to put it in the cheesecloth in the colander. And we're going to take turns squeezing it out. Yeah, squeeze out. We want to get all the liquid out. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's kind of the cathartic thing about the podcast is that I know that squeezing frustration of sleepless nights, you know. And the listeners do, too. And so, like, uh, that's a big part of it, too. It, it's like, uh, and sometimes I squeeze too much. I mean, with this, you can't because we want to get as much liquid as possible out. Uh, but that's been a mistake in the past is when I've tried to control all the things that are out of my control. Like, uh, you know, not everybody, I can't control how the listeners behave. Like, I can kind of talk to the listeners that are, are I say, hey, can you do, could you do this? Uh, but like I can control my expectations. Well, I can't, but I can try to control my expectations, you know, or I can create some self-soothing for when my expectations are unrealistic. Yeah. Or I can't control necessarily what I'm afraid of or when people do stuff that I say, oh boy, that's uncomfortable. But I can create, you know, I can do the hugging and the holding part of the, or say, hey, well, okay, let's have it. Let's wait a day. Or let's reread this tomorrow. Or let's just delete that. Or say, hey, that's not okay. Or say, well, is it, are we, or say, have we ever been felt this way? How many other people feel, are feeling this way? Maybe it's not about the podcast or you. That's always a good one. What if it's not about you? That was when, yeah, keep squeezing. And then what we're going to do is put that br- br- the pizza stones and the brick on there and just do like a few more minutes of letting it drip, see if anything drips out. Yeah, I mean, I remember there was like finally, because the Sleepy Supporter Zone, we got things working with the ads for the most part where we could keep a, like some companies with us. But before that, it was never, and I was always like, this is all my fault and I don't know what to do. And then I talked to somebody from one of the companies that buys the ads, you know, because the companies that advertise don't buy the ads like a company does, an ad buying company. And they said, oh, it's not about you. It's just about the, they said, it's just a spreadsheet. We say, this is how much the ad cost and this is how many people bought the stuff. So either it was successful or it was not successful, but it was just a numbers thing. Like, because uh, they said, we're, they're just looking at the return on investment, right? If they pay $10 for an ad, they want to, they, they each have a different number. Well, we need to make $14. Or some companies might say, well, we only need to make 
But, yeah, you just have to get to that number. It's not about you. It's about, oh, how do you get your, enough listeners to support them so that they, and then, the, you know, and those numbers are also not known to you. But they say it's not a reflection on you. It's just a reflection on, oh, how could you find a way to get some more people to do that? And then that, that's freed me in some sense. Or the same, I guess, with Patreon. You know, some people say different numbers, but a lot of the time, if you go to all, they say, oh, well, it's between 0.5 and 2% of people out of 100 will support the show. And I said, oh, well, well, I think, well, you know, people fall asleep to this all the time. We should get 10%. So then, I, you know, these were early mistakes I made. Or, oh, I, you know, you should have this many listeners. And then I thought maybe that was under my control. Or, yeah, okay, so then, yeah, you're going to mix one of the egg the egg with uh, the cheese and kind of whisk it together, fork it together. Yeah, and I'm going to stir the, the Brussels sprouts. So we're going to pull the Brussels sprouts out now, and then we're going to finish them with five, like, uh, so the, these are about five or ten minutes undercooked. Uh, and yeah, this is not ideal. If I had a show kitchen or something, we'd they'd be done at the same time as a pizza. But we gotta um, we could use time travel, but I don't think using time travel to have perfect Brussels sprouts. Uh, so okay, so now we're gonna mix. So we're gonna take uh, they're gonna fold the cauliflower in with the egg and the cheese there, and then. Oh, yeah, you did jump time. Okay, so we're going to put, while we're making this crust, we're going to put the gluten-free crust in the oven now for about six minutes. I'm going to pair-bake stuff just because then it makes it easier to put everything on the table at the same time. Yeah, so then we're going to parchment paper this sheet pan. And, yeah, and then again, we're going to kind of make a lump here, a big dome, as Stacy said. And then we're going to kind of spread it out, uh, kind of press it out. Oh, wow, that's good. Yeah, I mean, what an opportunity, though, for me to expand and evolve who I am and get outside of my comfort zone and help other people and help my, you know, say, okay. And, you know, get compensated for it and say, oh, okay, well, this could be your job. And wow, what if you could be successful at making, you know, making, making the podcast as soon as you stop trying to control everything and just do what you do best and try to just influence what you can influence, but not control things. Oh yeah. One of the other things, yeah, it's like controlling what people imagine you're like. That can be, oh boy. Now, luckily I have a therapist, so I could talk to my therapist about that. That's really one of the, uh. Not only is there so many good things about therapy, but I could say, well, I don't understand how to deal with this idea of projection. Like, uh, you know, you know who you are or who you kind of are trying to be your best version of yourself on the podcast. But other people are seeing you in a different way. And some people, you know, and then that might be different than even or things might change. And then their view changes. And I said, oh, boy. Or they just might be saying, well, this is how I see you, and it's not good. And you say, oh, okay. And that's not under your control at, uh, at all. And I say, holy moly. Yeah, so that looks good. So now we're going to switch out uh, 
Okay, because you, you are fast-forwarding time. Okay, so we're going to take out the uh, gluten-free crust, and we're going to put in the first gluten-y crust. Yeah, and then we're going to put the cauliflower one in. Oh, you put it in already. Oh, it's been cooling for 10 minutes? Wow, you're real, like, you're like Looper or something. Okay, so I'm going to chop these bell peppers. I like to chop them, and we'll fry up the onion in the mo- Oh, you're already doing that, too. In the same pan as the cauliflower. What a, like, but now it has olive oil in there. And you already shredded the mozzarella and the smoked cheese. Wow, oh boy, am I lucky. And that's what I think of all these listeners that do all this other work, like referring people or like creating spreadsheets around the show or writing about the show. And then you start to see, because my whole life and even now I get caught in my own cycles, self-fulfilling, self-prophesying, self-sustaining cycles that aren't positive, you know? And I think everybody does. I mean, I think it's just part of being HU to the MAN. Uh, oh, there's an A. Well, you know, nuts. I'm just feeding the old non-spelling cycle. I should feed the non-smelling cycle. That's funny. That's very funny. But yeah, that, uh, like I had all those and I still have those where I have to kind of say, okay, let's take a break here. But the podcast. For the most part, or you'd say 51% or 60% or 70% is the listeners. I mean, here's the real magic, uh, is that so many people have taken the time to just say thank you. They say, hey, Drew, hey, Scooter, this is what I've gone through. This painful, sleepless experience, and this is what caused it, or this was what was behind it, or we don't even know or this is my work situation, or my personal situation, or my medical situation. This is my life right now, or this is what it was like, and then I, like, the podcast helped during that time, or it's helping me right now, or, you know, it got me through that, and that's what keeps the podcast going. And to think that that was even... Okay, yeah, spread the, so yeah, we'll put the, you're putting the sauce on. Oh, and I get to just keep talking. And the cheese is on there. Yeah, and then what I do is I put it back in the oven. I'll jack the oven up to about 500. And then I'll put them each in and I'll keep an eye on them. And then I'll turn the broiler on for a minute or two. Yeah, to, 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 to cook up the cheese or the roni or whatever. And then, yeah, like, uh. Those, everybody out there that told me those stories, like, uh, yeah, gather around the table now. Or maybe you didn't. You, maybe you just listened uh, and you just been along for the ride or maybe you're new. Or, yeah, maybe I fell out of line with what, like, uh, or, you know, you may, maybe, you know, you're even like, well, Scooch, you're imperfect, uh yeah, we're kind of get, like I I would give everybody a slice of one of these three kinds of pizza or make another one like uh, with some vegan cheese if I knew how. Uh, I did order like uh, high quality. Yeah, so don't worry. I got a vegan. I got a vegetarian, but better than I can make because that was like I tried, 
and I could not find the right cheese. So, but yeah, like I could could not have done it. Uh, and what I do is just on that daily basis, uh, just one step at a time. And a lot of steps are tentative, and a lot of them are backwards, and then going back forward again. Or a lot of them are frozen, like uh, where I say I can't take a step today, or I can't take a step right now. Sometimes that's when somebody says, well, you could take a step in that direction because you do need to go there. Or, hey, it really helped me. Thank you. And Or, hey, you know what? Here, let me support you. Or here, like, uh, I know what that feels like too, Scoots. Uh, and sometimes that's all I need to hear is, yeah, I know what that's like too. And I think that's the most important part about the show is like all of us gathered around this great pizza table. Holy cow, are there a lot of us here. Oh, boy. Good thing we had that time machine. How many pizzas did you make? Uh, oh, 200 million. Between 200 and 300 million pizzas, great. And, uh, yeah, because uh, without, I don't know. I mean, really, I am speechless. And I thank you so much, uh, whether this is your first listen or you've been here or you helped the show and I did, I thanked you or I didn't or you're working and helping out the show right now or spreading the word or you're just listening and you say, well, you know, I don't like I like I say, I totally like I appreciate that, too. If you just enjoy the show or it just puts you to sleep, it does help 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 me. Uh, and uh, yeah, I could not have done it uh, without all of you. And then I'm going to keep going and, and the show's going to keep evolving and changing a little tiny bit at a time, just like it has a thousand episodes uh because it isn't just one thing. It's all these little things, uh, all these little ingredients, all these little steps. Uh, and I guess it, in reality, it's because that's all I can manage, really. And I think that maybe that's where we have to hold one another and hold ourselves and say, it's all we probably really need to manage is tonight or the next part of our wind-down routine or when we get up the first part of our morning routine, or just holding your pillow right now and getting comfortable, or going up to, you know, use the restroom, whatever it is, and not to plant that idea in your head, but so small, small steps, but based in saying you're important, your sleep is important, and caring for that is important because then... I can care for it right now, and maybe I can care for it again tomorrow. And yes, sometimes it's going to be hard, and sometimes we're going to forget for weeks or months at a time. I've done that. Uh, I say, what happened? I thought we were doing something about that. But then you can start again, that one small step at a time, because that's all it's been. And uh, without you, it wouldn't have been possible. So thank you so much, and I'm hoping you're enjoying your pizza. Good night.